Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hola! Hello! It is don't at me. I always screw it up. What a night last night. I hope, I hope that you're eating steak tonight with your wife because Indiana got it done for us. Welcome and hope you're having a great day. It is beautiful here in Indianapolis, but let's get right to it. My Indiana Hoosiers, yeah, they're back to being my. As my father used to tell me, hey, man, we're with you. Winter tie. Winter tie, we're with you. Well, my Indiana Hoosiers got it done last night. All right, let's separate gambling from game. Let's go gambling first, all right? We told you as soon as that line came out, I mean, the second that bad boy came out, that that was the game to make money on. Three and a half, no chance. No chance. Indiana covered it easy. Some of us may have even live bet it right in the middle of the game, minus six and a half, and covered that bad boy too. The game. Yesterday, on my Indianapolis show, I had college hoops, Indiana, and Olympic legend Steve Alford on my show. Now, Steve is also the head coach at Nevada, the Wolfpack. Steve played against that team, that Wyoming team. He told me about this offense. I've never seen anything like this offense that Wyoming runs. Get it to your best player, back you down. Get it to your other best player, back you down. The problem was, for Wyoming, they couldn't keep throwing the ball to Indiana. They couldn't make free throws. They couldn't make a big shot. They kept turning it over. And Indiana's defense was really good, and Woody's got them playing pretty good defense. I mean, really good defense, actually. And then on the inside, you know, we told you this a few weeks ago, and I'll stick with this. People do or don't like Trace Jackson Davis. That's on you, but I got to tell you, man. Trace Jackson Davis, and this is a lesson for you kids out there, and if you're a coach, listen up here. Trace Jackson Davis has changed his arc, the arc of his career by playing incredibly hard defensively. By playing incredibly hard defensively, Trace Jackson Davis opened up his offensive confidence. He just playing hard. He not messing around. He's just balling. And I've been begging. I've always thought he was kind of a eh guy, kind of a me guy. You know, guy would lob to him. He would dunk. He wouldn't point at the guy. It was always about, you know, flexing and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I got to tell you, eight, uh, 66-58, Trace Jackson Davis was brilliant. He was. He was absolutely brilliant. And the only – and I hope somebody on your big television – like, we're the only ones going to tell you this. Because, frankly, I'm a basketball savant. What can I tell you? But anyway, Trace Jackson Davis playing defense. Playing defense. Playing on the defensive end has opened up his offense. I'm just telling you. Uh, Nobody can shoot for Indiana. The second best guy was Jordan Geronimo. Jordan Geronimo was fantastic. I got an itch. He had 15 points. They didn't know if he was going to play. I tell you this all the time. 
your first game back from an injury, your first game back from ineligibility, you always play well. I don't anticipate Geronimo will play that way. But, hey, he did last night, and away you go. Now, here's the deal. All right? Here's the deal. Indiana, now people are whining about this. Indiana now has to go to Portland, and it is idiotic. Like, I get why you want to have it in Dayton, the money involved and all that, but why wouldn't that game have been played in Portland where the two teams are already there? And the two teams, Indiana in this case, whoever wins, Indiana, can just stay there. There should be eight play-in games at eight different sites. It's simple. I mean, that is just simple. I get it. You don't make the money. I get it. It's all slotted for TV. I get all that. I'm not whining. I want this, I want this out. To, I'm not whining as an Indiana fan because Indiana's got to travel to Portland and play tomorrow night. I, hey, look, you're 20 years old. You don't want to play? Don't play. You know, I am not that guy. But I do say this. Like, come on. Come on. Let's get serious about this. Let's be real about this. I mean, that... You got to fly out last night or today to Portland? I mean, don't be an idiot. I mean, you shouldn't have to do that. You, sh- you shouldn't. I, and if you think you should, then good. But there's no way you should have to do that. Now, is it going to affect the game? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But I got a monster show for you today. Flavor Flay. That's right. Todd Frazier. He talks more stuff about Indiana, about Rutgers, about whatever. He's coming on at 940. The Bear, Chris Felica, our boy, is going to break down this bracket for you. I can't wait to talk to the Bear. I'm a big Bear fan. Used to be a Bears fan. Now I'm a big Bear fan. All right, let's move to a couple of other things. Texas Southern. Hey, man, look, Texas Southern, they played a very well-coached Chris Lutz guy can coach at Texas A&M. Johnny Jones has done a really, really, really good job. I mean a really good job. And what he's done is, at Texas Southern, is made his team more of an um, old-school kind of team, if, I, if that's the way to put it. You know, they play defense. They're going to grind you. You know, they didn't have a guy that averaged 10 points a game going into the game. Think about that. Think about that real quick. When's the last time you heard of a team that did not have a single guy averaging 10 points a game? I, I, frankly, I hadn't. I honestly hadn't. I was sitting there going to myself, wait a second here. 10 po- Now, they end up scoring 76. You go to the free throw line a lot late, all that kind of stuff. But think about it. When's the last time not one guy, even on your high school team, No matter what, somebody's averaging 10. So here's what happens last night for Texas Southern. Their starters, let me give you their start. This is fascinating to me. Their starters, seven points, zero points, six points, six points, two points. That's what they got out of their starters. Now, their leading scorer comes off the bench. He had 16. Uh, Etienne had 21. And then another guy, Henry, had 14. They basically flipped the swip, the script on you. Freaking awesome. Anything that's different in college basketball, to me, is awesome. All right, I got to jump to something else right here because I don't think I have it. Hey, uh, Dylan, walk with me here because this is good. I got to change something up. 
Listen to this. I don't know what's going to happen here, but I'm going to tell you what I think is going to happen here. And it involves the NFL. I love the fact that Baker May Baker Mayfield is one of those guys that just talks. Terrific player in college, but he's gotten to the NBA, and this is the first time really Baker Mayfield's, quote, manhood has been challenged. I'm sorry about rifting on this, Dylan, but I meant to put it in the rundown. So yesterday, did you see this? All right, there's a report. Now look, I'm one of those guys, I don't believe no damn reports. But there's a report that Baker Mayfield, not Baker Mayfield, excuse me, that Deshaun Watson's going to talk to the Browns. Now, if I'm the Browns, I'm careful with Deshaun Watson. There is a saying that I live by. There are two sayings that I live by. One, no good deed goes unpunished. No good deed goes unpunished. Oh, man. Here's the deal. I'll give you a little bit of it. This isn't really an example, but it's a little bit of an example. No good deed goes unpunished. Last night, I gave all my boys, my boys at ESPN, my boys in Indiana, I mean, I gave everybody that I knew, Indiana, minus three and a half, take them all the way up to six, I said, doesn't matter, they're going to win by eight to 20, I think is what I said. All right? What do you think the first thing after the game my boys said to me? What do you think they said? Hey, what's next? Hey, what do you got tonight? I'll tell you what I got tonight. I got a speech up in Maryville, Indiana, in front of 900 people tonight. I was either going to do the first four on radio or do this speech up in my hometown. I chose the speech in my hometown. Why? Because it's always been a bucket list to be the best speaker they ever had at the Old Timers Banquet in Maryville, Indiana, Gary, Indiana. So I'm doing that instead of broadcasting the first four on radio. I don't care. And they're paying me more money. Anyway, that's what I got tonight. I'll tell you what I really got tonight. No good deed goes unpunished, and be careful what you wish for. Be careful. Look, Deshaun Watson didn't lead freaking Houston to anything. 4-12 and last time I looked. Four and 12. Well, he's one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. Okay, if you say so. I I am going to tell you also that be careful with Baker Mayfield. Personally, where we're at with the Colts, I would love to see Baker Mayfield come to the Colts. He's the perfect guy. Nobody in the history of football, NFL football, talks more than the Colts. Nobody in the history of NFL football gets more free publicity than the Colts. You don't even have to play well. But if you're with Chris Ballard, you're a star. If you're on the Colts, we got a Super Bowl roster. Baker Mayfield fits that perfectly. You won't hear it on any one of these idiots on any one of these shows because they don't know. But I'm telling you, nobody. The Colts, actually, I had a, a Hall of Fame NFL guy send me a text after about three weeks after the Colts lost. And he said, hey, Dan, by Valentine's Day, according to the media, the Colts are going to be hoisting the Lombardi Trophy. I'm telling you, Baker Mayfield, is, he, he puts out a social media post. Talk. 
talking. Just talking. He's perfect for the Colts. Perfect. Honest to God. And it had nothing to do with his skill level. Nothing. I'm going to get into Peter Kiss in a minute, all of you, on the, uh, the YouTube chat. In fact, uh, I'll do it right now. Rutgers, Notre Dame. I'm going to give you my take. And then Flava Flav, Todd Frazier, going to give you his. Here's my take on tonight's game. Two teams both can make shots. Two teams really well coached. Mike Bray, uh, I read something. Here's the problem with reading anything. Anytime I read something, I'm like, yeah, I know this is bull. And Kelly, by the way, it's three days in a row I'm not swearing. There is no more swearing on this show. But anyway, three days, I feel good. Anyway, 365-day deal is what supposedly Mike Bray went on to get his team in the tournament. Really? Let me ask you a question. Was Mike Bray in the weight room lifting? Was Mike Bray flipping tires? No. no, no. Stop with the coaches on a 365-day. Stop with that. The players were on a 365-day mission to get on Selection Sunday. My God, what is wrong with people? Yeah, the coach is important. But when I read that crap, you know what I do? I just got us another rider doesn't know his backside from third base. No swearing. Anyway, uh, both coaches very good. Steve Peichel's done a masterful job at uplifting Rutgers basketball. Both, both programs have guys that can make shots. They do. Both programs are pretty good defensively. Not great. Notre Dame's way better than they've ever been. Uh, whoever's, are you ready for some real in-depth analysis? Here it comes. Hold on, people. Hang on to your hat. Hold on. Whoever makes the most shots is going to win. This isn't going to be a deal. And the reason I say that is this. Sometimes you say, well, if you can throw the ball inside, that team's going to win. Sometimes you say, you know what? A team really needs to get to the free throw line. Sometimes you do all that. All right? Sometimes you say, hey, look, if we don't turn it over, if we don't foul, Keep so-and-so out of foul trouble. No. Uh Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Nope. Uh, The truth of the matter is, whoever makes the most shots is going to win this game. Now, I get it. Don't do yourself a favor. Do yourself a favor. And don't. Don't be the idiot that makes fun of me for saying that, okay? Don't be that idiot. That just makes you look stupid. And you don't want to look stupid. Don't look stupid. What, what was it in, in one of those shows? Hey, don't make me look stupid. Looking at myself, this ugly head. I got to do something. I don't know. Anyway, long story short, the team that shoots it best is going to win. Neither team's going to turn it over a whole lot. Neither team's going to kill you with defensive pressure. Neither team's going to throw it inside all that well, although Paul Atkinson can get some stuff done. But the truth of the matter is this is going to be a jump shooting game. I'm going to take Notre Dame. Don't know why. I'm just going to take them. The game we're making money on, the game we're making money on is going to be Wright State against Bryant. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. I don't give a rat's about either team. Doesn't matter to me. One time, I got a little personal thing with Wright State. Literally stayed up all night one night after a loss at Minnesota. Their AD picked me up. Uh, Coach Knight didn't want me to go to Wright State. So he made me stay with him in the office literally all night. I got home, made a pot of coffee, 
uh, smoked, blank, shower, shaved, and shampooed. I got in a car, drove to the airport. Their plane picked me up. They wanted me to be the head coach. I go there, the dude that picks me up. I fall asleep in the car. I mean, I'm tired, right? I'm working. It's the middle of the season. Go on the interview. Hell, I don't know. Uh, X number of days later, when they pick a really bad coach over me named Schilling, a uh, guy that couldn't coach wild turkeys to take a dump, they put in the paper, well, Dockage seemed like an arrogant guy. Dockage wasn't arrogant. Dockage was tired. And now that guy's the AD, so I don't like him. I think the guy's a weasel, the AD. But what are you going to do? I do like Scott Nagy, the coach. I think he's a really good coach. I do like Jared Grasso, the coach of Bryant. And I love Peter Kiss. The dude is completely out of his freaking mind. And I like out of your mind. Anybody that's out of your mind on a basketball court, I can get down with. I can legitimately get down with. But they don't have enough. They don't have enough organization. They don't have enough of what teams need to win in the tournament. That's a little bit of structure. They're going to stay with their thing. Peter Kiss may go for 40, and this may all blow up. But Wright State's also at home. And Wright State is going to have a massive crowd. You all don't know where Wright State is. Wright State's in Dayton. It is. It's in Dayton. You all don't know that Wright State's got this big old arena. Wright State's kind of a basketball school. Dayton's a mammoth basketball town. It's a great basketball town. But Wright State, to me, uh, tonight, you're going to see a team that's going to play really hard. You're going to see a team that's going to play really well. From the Bryant perspective, I think the same thing. Hey, look, Bryant, if you watch them against Wagner, that's a tough team. That's a tough, tough team. They got two guys. Peter Kiss is the guy I'm talking about. But they got Charlie Pride, baby. Charlie Pride is a dude. Charlie Pride can go score. Charlie Pride is more just a singer, more than just a country singer. Charlie Pride can go get it done for Brian. Yeah, they got a guy named Charlie Pride. It's going to be a fascinating game tonight. But and I'll and I'll get into the betting of it in a little bit. But to me, to me, uh, Wright State is in position to win, and nobody would ever think this a game in the NCAA tournament on their home court. Can you imagine that? I got a guy on Twitter, D.A. Diddle, says, watch your language, stop cursing. Haven't cursed once. I talked to Kelly. I said, I'm done cursing. I don't like cursing. I don't. Uh, This is interesting news, and this just came down off of the outkick wire. I don't think this is going to happen. But would you be surprised if this happened? What am I uh, talking about? I'm talking about if Tom Brady coming back inspires Mike Shashevsky to come back. Dun 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 dun! Dun 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 dun! Carlos Boozer, who's a certified clown, I mean, you gotta hire guys like Boozer at the ACC network because, well, you know, uh, he says, I could definitely see Coach K saying, you know what, guys, I need 12 more months. I need one more year. Uh, Carlos Boozer, and you can clip this if you'd like. He's an idiot. I mean, I'm sorry. He's an idiot. I think he's always been an idiot. Carlos Boozer is one of those guys that's trying really hard. The only guy that tried really hard that got into the media was that, what's that guy's name, Perkins, Big Perk? Trying really hard. uh, Boozer's trying hard. Ain't no way Coach K's coming back. 
If he does, good for Boozer. But I got to tell you, when I watch Coach K, I see two things. I see an angry old man. I never thought K was an angry old man. You guys might have thought K was an angry old man. I never thought he was an angry old man. K's an angry old man. Every time you see him, doesn't he look mad? And then he's kind of, yeah, I know he's dying the hair and he's doing all that stuff. Good for him, man. You got to stay young in this game. You can't sit out there and look like this and try to recruit good players. But the truth of the matter is, K looks angry, and K looks like one of those guys that isn't any fun to be around. I'm going to tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. I'm 59 years old. I'm going to be 60 in August. When I'm 80, I'm going to be fun to be around. I am. I'm a blast to be around now. Maybe. But I'm going to be fun at whatever age K is. K makes my ass sag. Oops, excuse me. Makes my backside sag. He does. I mean, when I see him, he got no lips. What are you mad about? You got a great family. You're an all-time legend. You're in every Hall of Fame you can possibly be. You've helped more people. What are you always mad about? And I'm not talking about game mad. I'm talking about the dude just looks mad. He does. He just looks mad. Uh, Let me go back to something. Wright State and Bryant. How do I put this? You don't always have to, and I'm going to talk about this in fades after the bottom of the hour, or after uh, 9.30. You don't always have to. Now listen to me here. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. You don't always have to bet the big games to make money. Now understand, I know you're watching the big game, so you want to bet it, but you know what? Making 100 bucks. From Bryant, Wright State, ain't no different than making a hundred bucks from UCLA, Indiana, or Duke, North Carolina. The money spends. I'm gonna say that again. The money spends. I got people saying, "Why are you talking about Bryant and Wright State? Why?" Well, number one, it's in the NCAA tournament, and I don't know if anybody's really paid attention. But, you know what, the NCAA tournament's kind of a big deal, if you know what I mean. So that's number one. And number two, the money spends. And I've got a great one. After, after 9.30, when we come back from a break, in about seven minutes, we're going to go to break. Six minutes, we're going to go to break. And we're going to come back. And I'm going to give you the bet of the night. And we're all going to make money. All right, let me go back to Indiana. And let me go back to something. Indiana's plane got delayed last night. Now, I haven't gotten a response, and maybe they're in the air now, from my buddy. But I wanted to know from Woodson, like, why fly last night to get to Portland? Bear with me here. If you were the coach at Indiana, this is a really big decision. I'm telling you, this is a really big decision when you fly. Here's what my thought is. We won. It was late last night when we got done. Guys have to take pee tests. Some of them didn't get back to the hotel till 2 in the morning. Get a good night's sleep. Get everybody on that plane at 10 o'clock. 
It's Eastern time out here, which is seven out there. You're in a 747, a massive jet. You got leg room from me to you. You sleep. If you want to get everybody up a couple hours into the flight to have lunch and to watch video on the plane, you can do that. You land, you get to the hotel, and you immediately go shoot. That's one of the keys of travel. There are two big keys in travel. One, hydrate your brains out. Like everybody gets a jug of water. You got to drink the jug before you get on the plane. Bathroom might be full, but who cares? Then on the plane, everybody's got Gatorades. You got to drink a couple. That is number one. And number two, when you land from long flights across, across time zones, you go shoot. I'm not saying you practice, not saying you go up and down hard. You go shoot, you go walk through, you go immediately to the point where put your bags up and let's go. Put your bags up. Hey, everybody at a hotel, it's your practice gear, put your bags, get to your room, put, and everybody's going to complain about it. Everybody's going to complain. Oh, man, we want to brush. Great, good, let them complain. Go work out, be done, you're done by six, you've worked out, all that stuff, and now you can prepare. I'm telling you, you got to be very, very, very careful, very careful how you handle this travel. How you handle the travel is huge. I mean, it, it is. And last night, Indiana, I don't know what happened. I don't know if they're in the air now. I don't know. But I do know this. That is a break if they didn't leave last night. These things are really big. You know, I figure uh, a lot of people can tell you a lot of stupid stuff about sports. I figure they're hiring me to tell you some stuff you don't know. I'm not saying Indiana's punished by having to go out there. I'm saying that's the way it came out. I don't think anybody intentionally punished IU and said, hey, we don't like you. You're one of the least teams. I just think, you know what? There's a lot of factors that go into where teams are placed and who they play against and who they can play against. Like they try not to get you to play your own conference for two rounds. That means people have to be moved around. Long story short, Indiana is on its way to Portland. Wyoming's on its way to Laramie. That simple. That simple. All right? It says now, my buddy Ryan Mueller says, hey, Indiana landed 20 minutes ago. Perfect. It's like sick, unless they flew all night. If they flew all night, I don't like it. I am looking for that. I'm telling you, that's a big deal. Y'all may not think it's a big deal. If Indiana's tired when they play tomorrow, it ain't because of the back-to-back games. I'm telling you, it's if they flew all night last night and stayed up. And staying up doesn't mean I got three hours of sleep. No. I'm telling you. We shall see what we shall see. All right. That's right. The winner of Notre Dame and Rutgers basketball. They got to go to San Diego. Would you rather go to San Diego or Portland? Do they still have that dipstick Chaz thing? Is Chaz still a thing in Portland, or was that Seattle? Where was that idiotic thing? (laughs) Chaz. (laughs) Hey, somebody on the YouTube chat, is Chaz, are they still killing each other because they can't grow their own food out there in Chaz? What are they doing in Chaz? What are they doing? 
Last time I was in Portland, I swear to God, it was like something grabbed my nose and my wife's nose. We had a day off. Something grabbed my nose and pulled me to the dispensary. I had to see the dispensary. I had to see it. Like, so my wife and I went in. And some dude with dreadlocks who was high as hell was acting like basically a doctor. Hey, man, you want to sleep? You want to eat better? You want to get high? What do you want to do? I go, hey, man, I don't know. I just don't want any pain for like 20 minutes. (laughs) Oh, man. It was like Bob Marley. Dr. Bob Marley. My God, that's great. Hey, Dan, Chaz still lives in Mama's basement, and it was Seattle. Go, Chaz. We're going to grow our own food. We're going to set our own rules. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Hey, that's what makes the world a beautiful place. All right. I got a great bet for you. No, seriously, I do. I got a great bet for you. I got two great bets tonight. I already told you about one, and I'll, I'll recap it. Uh, 9.40, the Todd father. He, look, here's what the Todd father, Todd Frazier, thinks. He thinks that there's this New Jersey toughness. Rutgers, New Jersey toughness. You guys that live in Indiana that watch this show, is Notre Dame really a part of Indiana? Like, when you think of Indiana schools... Is Notre Dame one of those schools? For me, it is because I grew up an hour away up in northwest Indiana. But now that I'm down here in Indy, I don't know. Kind of feels like a school that's, that's floating. Kind of feels like it's, I don't know, it's just out there. You know, it's a school, it's a national, it's an international brand. Yay, Rod, go fight, win. Hey, how do you know if a person went to Notre Dame? They tell you within the first two minutes of meeting him. We'll be right back. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm sorry, but I'm still laughing about Chaz. <laughs> hey, let's grow our own vegetables. I have our own police force. Uh, oh, wait a second. Where are we going to take a dump? Oh, wait a second. We learned we hate each other. You know, this society was set up the way it is for a reason over the course of years. But hey, I get it. If it's Chaz, the reason I got my headset on is Todd Frazier's going to call in here in a minute. Oh, man, I love it. Uh, in, it's perfect for Indiana. Like I use the most liberal of places. I use a blank show. By the way, um, Troy Aikman, five years, 90 million. Good for Troy Aikman. That's almost my contract here at Outkick. All right, let's talk a little gambling tonight, will you? Uh, I'm going to take all day long. And it is not only, it is not only the fact that Indiana, or excuse me, Dayton is the home of Wright State. And it's not only that. Trey Holder's a really good player for Wright State. Like, make no mistake, Wright State is really good. I don't think, I think Bryant's really good. But I think the level of competition over the course of the, of the year 
that Wright State has played against, particularly now uh, that they get to play at home, particularly now that they overcame a 16-point deficit in the second half of their championship game against Northern Kentucky. I like Brian's team, and I like Brian's coach, and I like Peter Kiss. But, man, does this set up well for Scott Nagy and the fellas from Wright State. Uh, Here's the deal. Um, When you play at home, a couple things. Number one, it's comfortable. I mean, damn. Number two, it's a thrill. So you may come out a little bit nervous. You may come out a little bit uptight if you're playing at home, but that's all right. The game isn't decided in the first five minutes in these games. It just won't be. But the truth of the matter is, as you go through the game, you get comfortable. Last night, I thought Indiana had a hell of an advantage. I thought that Indiana, with the crowd that Indiana had, about five, 8,000 people came over, and I knew that it would be that way. Uh, I thought that was fantastic. Uh, but Tanner Holder, Trey Holder is who I said. I don't know who Trey Holder is. But Tanner Holder is a guy you're going to like tonight. He is. You're going like, to like him a lot. He can really play for right. So hit a big shot to put him in the NCAA tournament. You're also going to like Charles Pride. You're going to like Charlie Pride, and you're going to like Peter Kiss. Listen to this. The over-under for points for Peter Kiss is 24-and-a-half. He's averaging about that. Maybe he's averaging 25. Uh, I wouldn't mind taking that. But the truth of the matter is I'm not going to be surprised if Wright State doesn't win this game by 10. This is my fades for the day, by the way. Because we got too much going on. We got the Bear coming up. We got Todd Frazier coming up. We got way too much going on to put the fades in or risk the fades at the end. I want us to make money today. And this is one of the two ways that everybody's going to make money today. All right, the other way is Virginia. Virginia against Mississippi State. Look, let's understand something. Mississippi State's got talent. There's no question. Mississippi State's got talent. I mean, Garrison Brooks is a kid that's stupid. I mean, so stupid. I get it. I think his dad's on the staff at Mississippi State, but it's just stupid to leave North Carolina to go to Mississippi State to play basketball. That's just stupid. North Carolina, you're iconic. North Carolina, you're going to be in a tournament. North Carolina, you've got everything for the rest of your life. You're a North Carolina player. Like, what's wrong with you? I'm dumb as that. In fact, I would argue it's the dad's fault. If I were a dad coaching at Mississippi State, I wouldn't make my son transfer. I wouldn't want my son transfer. In fact, I would tell him you can't transfer from North Carolina to Mississippi State. But I'm a weird dad. I also made sure that my kids, you know, didn't act like idiots on Twitter. Only I can act like an idiot on Twitter. But Mississippi State giving two and a half is interesting to me. Here's what makes this game fascinating to me. You've got one of the most disciplined programs in the country at Virginia coming off getting their ass kicked. I mean, absolutely getting their ass kicked. I mean, what North Car- oh, excuse me, what Virginia Tech, no, North Carolina did to Virginia is unconscionable. But you've also got one of the best cultures in basketball. And what's going to happen at UVA tonight is UVA is going to go ahead and win this game going away. Now, it may be close. It's going to be close. It's UVA for crying out loud, but it's two and a half point spread. I'll take that all day. You know, I just saw the first name that pop, 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 uh, look, popped up here for UVA as I was on a website looking at player props is a kid named Armand Franklin. This is a warning. I don't know, it's a couple hundred people watching this, maybe four or five hundred people watching this, I don't know. But here's the deal. If any of you are coaches or if any of you are moms and dads and you got a player, do yourself a favor. If your son or daughter is good enough to play in college, and in fact, if they are playing in college, shut the up. Shut up. Don't get on Twitter. 
Don't be that cool mommy that all the little alumni, oh, we want Ms. Franklin to get on. Oh, we want so on. No, don't be that idiot. It's never worked out. Eli Apple's mommy was all the rage, right? Eli Apple, last scene, he's getting beat today, tomorrow, and the next day. Armand Franklin, this kid's a really nice kid. He's got a really nice mom. It's all good. But moms and dads that get on Twitter and try to be the popular mommy and daddy, it don't work. It never works. And this is going back to 2009 or 8 with a kid named Bobby Capabianco at Indiana. His mommy wanted to be the cool mommy. The websites at Indiana, there's 36 little blogger boys at Indiana. 36. And all the little blogger boys said this. Oh, we want Mrs. Capabianco. Yeah. Kid lasted 10 minutes. It never works out. I'm looking at this Armand Franklin. He thought he was getting over on Indiana. He, was, he thought he was, you know, well, now he's in the NIT. Good for him, good for his mommy. <clears throat> but it never works. I'm telling you, it never works. By the way, if you want to win a little money, I would take him. I'd take him over nine and a half points. Why not? Later on in the show, I'm also going to give you some stuff. I'm going to give you some breakout guys to watch. Who's the biggest threat to score 30 in a game? What coach are we going to fall in love with during this tournament? I got one for you, and he's actually already been on our show. But tonight, the two games that I like, I think Wright State's going to win the game by 10. Uh, It may be close early. You know, it it may be. I I don't know. But, you know, in my opinion, in my opinion, uh, there's no way Wright State's going to let themselves lose. Hey, Dylan, let me know when we've got – the Todd father on and, uh, you know, away we'll go. But anyway, there's no way. No, no. I'll tell you why. A couple things. Number one, Wright State's got a lot of pride. They do. They got a lot of pride. That program, I'm telling you now, that program is not, you know, you guys think, well, what's Wright State? I don't even know what it is. Is it the Wright brothers? Yes, it is. It's named after the Wright brothers, Wright Air Force Base. The Wright brothers did their business apparently in Dayton. So let's get all the stupid out. We're trying to win money here, and we're trying to enjoy the NCAA tournament. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Last thing before we get to the Todd father. Uh, you Indiana fans, you got 36 of you little bloggers. I've been telling you for tw- since 19, uh, since 2008, get an Indiana guy in there coaching. Get an Indiana guy in there coaching. Forget all this crap, this hot guy thing. Tom Crane did a great job at Indiana. Don't get me wrong. Tom Crane got fired, and it was stupid. But, and then Indiana made the dumbest hire in basketball, Archie Miller. I remember calling the athletic director, Fred Glass, from an IHOP on my way back from watching my son's Michigan team play in Kansas City. I was driving back to Indy. I saw the news. I'm like, are you an idiot? Like, what is wrong with you? So now Indiana decides they're going to hire an Indiana guy. And I don't think Woodson's done a great job this year coaching, but I don't care. There's an energy to it. There's a toughness to it. There's a getting better to it that I really, really like. So there you go. It's as simple as that. Uh, Dylan, let me know if we got him. I'm hoping I'm connected with my headset. I don't know that I am. Text me if you need to. How does a blogger, let me ask you a question. I know these little blogger guys, but how do these guys know anything? Like the biggest thing, and this is a rant of mine that I always make, but the biggest thing I've always said is, you know what? Um, 
the media worries about this. The media is so afraid that one day you all will wake up and go, huh, why am I reading this guy? Why am I believing this guy when he's never been inside the sport? One day. Now, Shefty, I get, right? We all like Shefty because he gives us information. But I'm talking about opinions. I'm talking about your local columnists. But, I mean, I'm talking about for years we had to listen. I mean, we had to listen to little blogger boys in Indiana talk about, hey, man, this is a great hire. Oh, it's a great hire. Yeah. And for years, I got crushed because I said, look, the only real hire, you're not going to get this back in Indiana, is, uh, is if you hire an Indiana guy that played for Bob Knight. Our columnist here, Greg Doyle, said, well, keep the Bob Knight era in the past. I'm kind of glad we didn't. I'm very glad we didn't. I'm glad that Indiana, uh, you know, decided to listen to me. I am. I am. But as we move forward now, Mike Woodson took the job at Indiana. I want you to think about this. When's the last time, last time, Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, Kentucky, the bar was so low that just making the NCAA tournament got you all excited? Huh? When was the last time? I don't know. When was, I don't know. Like, think about this. Think about, and I use those teams, and people always throw a team in there. Well, you didn't mention Virginia. Well, there's a difference. Virginia, great program, but Virginia not in the NCAA tournament this year, now are they? There's a difference between these iconic programs, and this is what Indiana was back in the day. Now, Indiana's not, but Indiana's building. And finally, the powers to be decided at Indiana, we're going to, we are going to put an Indiana guy with a great pedigree in charge. Now, Blogger Boys and our columnist Greg Doyle in Indianapolis said, keep the IU past in the past. Okay. All right. They only did it for 20 years. They kept the IU past in the past. I remember the resent when I went back to Indiana in 2008. I remember how resentful everybody was, Bobby Doinka, inside the athletic department. And I remember laughing, going, man, these people just don't know. They just don't know. And they didn't. They had a big old dude named Greenspan who, when he wasn't eating sausage, was sitting there, well, you know, I invented everything. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm waiting on the Todd father. He's put, taking his kids somewhere. We shall see what we shall see. We are uh, bleeding, hemorrhaging viewers. I want more viewers, so I'm going to give you another game to bet tonight. You ready for it? Dayton against Toledo. The game, ladies and gentlemen, is at Toledo. Toledo's giving one. Take Toledo. It's an NIT game. This is a bigger game for Toledo than it is for Dayton, period. And it ain't close. It ain't close. I coach at Bowling Green, same league as Toledo, same highway as Toledo. If Dayton were coming into Bowling Green tonight, 
packed house crazy line outside. Take other game. Give the eight. We're winning money tonight. Holy hell are we winning money. Give the eight and take Wake Forest tonight. I'm writing these down because I'm going with the bear. When the bear comes on here in a minute, I'm telling you right now. Give the eight and take Wake. Steve Forbes ain't losing a thousand. He ain't losing a thousand. It ain't happening. It ain't even coming close to happening. Don't re-overthink it. Take the eight. Take and give, I'm sorry, give the eight. Give the one uh, in, in the uh, Dayton-Toledo game. Give the freaking two and a half. Please, for the love of God, give the two or three and a half, whatever you can get it at right state. I'm telling you, let's get this done. Tonight, look, last time I got serious about the NCAA tournament and not stupid about the NCAA tournament won seven grand. The goal is five grand. We are right now at 1,800. I had slippage on Saturday. I bet the conference tournament, it was stupid. It was stupid. I shouldn't have bet conference tournaments because I didn't know the answer before the question came. In gambling, you got to know the answer before the question. Now, do you understand what I'm saying here? If you don't know the answer, don't bet the game. Don't do it. Period. Let me say it again. It becomes gambling when you don't know the answer. We know the answer tonight. I've seen the teams. The teams are simple. Take who I'm telling you. I'm not even going to lie. I don't know one player other than the Williams kid on Wake Forest. Doesn't matter. We're not betting. We're investing tonight. That's what we're doing. We're investing. So don't be a fool if you're going to do this. Don't overthink it. I hate when people overthink it. Keep it simple, stupid. I like what Indy Spanglish says. Hey, keep it simple, stupid, is 50% done. He says, take your money and put it on Ohio State. I ain't mad at it. I'm taking half my money that I won, $700 last night. I'm taking $350, and I'm putting, excuse me, I'm lying to you. I won $700 last night. I'm putting $250 on UVA, and I'm putting $250 on frickin', um, what's it called? Right State. That's what I'm doing tonight. And now that I see this, now that I see this freaking line, are you kidding me? With Wake against Townsend, it's a no-brainer. And don't tell me it don't matter to Wake. It matters to Wake. It matters to Wake. I don't know what happened to the Todd father. Uh, by the way, breaking news. You know who Kyle Schwarber is? Kyle Schwarber is headed to Philadelphia. Former Cub lefty, Indiana great. Breaking news, Kyle Schwarber is headed to Philly to play for the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, I ain't mad at it. Schwarby resurrected his career. That's what all the little sorority girls called him at Indiana. Well, Schwarby was here. Hi, Schwarby. Okay, great. We're here to win money in this segment. Not every segment. Next segment, the Bears going to give you wins, and I'm going right through it with them. Hey, by the way, Dylan, make sure you send Bear. He just sent me a thing to get a tw- uh, Zoom link. Make sure you send it. 
That's what we're here to do. I'm not jacking. I'm not jerking around here. Nobody is. We're here to make money. Period. All right. So how are we going to make it? Let's recap. 100% taking Dayton. Or excuse me, taking Wright State in Dayton. Minus three and a half against freaking. I like Bryant. I like Peter Kiss. My toes may not be tapping after this game. Peter Kiss may go for 50. I don't know. But I do know this. Wright State's going to win the game by four or more. Second game, give me Virginia minus two and a half. I don't care. Well, you know, Garrison, oh, good. Hey, look, they just fired their coach. If they liked their coach at Mississippi State, guess what would have happened? They wouldn't have played like dogs half the time. Don't tell me they like their coach. Virginia's going to out, what's the right word, uh, program them. They may only win by three. They may be down six. I don't know. But they're going to win the game, and they're going to to cover the two and a half. I'll tell you what, I'm starting to think that Wake Forest minus eight over Towels is the bet of the day. I'm starting to think that. Uh, I don't know why I'm starting to think that, but I'm starting to think that. It's starting to come into my brain. It is. Starting. It's not here yet. I'm going to ask Bear, and Bear may change my mind on it. Bear may, uh, you know, Bear may be the guy that I'm going, huh. Dan, Bear was on Wyoming. I know he was. He liked that EK kid. I did too. But I told him last night on the phone, I said, Bear, Trace Jackson, uh, we were t- texting, Trace Jackson Davis is playing. He is balling. He's found a heart. And Indiana, they just, they throw it to him. It ain't that hard. Hey, Dan, what's going on with the stock market? It's popping. I like it. I get alerts on my phone with all my Robin Hood stocks, and all I'm seeing is up. I may get up, sell off, and be done with it because I don't trust this administration. I'm sorry. You all may. You can trust them if you'd like. Hey, can I go back to one thing before we go? I know I'm riffing here because obviously I'm stalling because I thought we were going to have Todd Frazier. But the truth of the matter is, Kyrie Irving last night, ooh, what is going on in the NBA? We had 60 from Cat, Carl Anthony Towns. LeBron goes double time uh, with 50s. Now we got last night 41 in the first half by Kyrie Irving. Like, what are we doing? How do you possibly – why does this happen? Is everybody tired? Did you see the scores last night? Like the Grizzlies came in here and dropped 135. 135, like the Pacers. Again, the Indiana media, they say that our GM or our president, Kevin Pritchard's a superstar. I got angst. That's a superstar. Look up the Pacers record. Superstar. I always say, man, only in Indy, baby. Only in Indy. Uh, Next thing. Uh... I don't know if you saw this, but the Nets scored 150. 150. 150. There was one game, 150, and there was one, uh, two games in the 135s. NBA's ridiculous. NBA's crazy. All right. Hey, look, a lot of you are saying to bet. if you bet every day, you're going to lose some. I know it was the Orlando Magic, Nick. 
I know the Orlando Magic stink, but God dang. Remember last year when the Suggs kid, Jalen Suggs, came out of Gonzaga and everybody told you how great he was? He's on that team. I don't know. Is he great? Everybody's great. Everybody's great. Remember that in this coming draft when Mike Schmitz and all these other guys tell you how great guys are. Everybody's great. Oh, he's great. Oh, he's going to change the franchise. See, I talked to real basketball people. Brad Stevens told me this uh, a couple years ago. Look, here's the NBA. It's about 20, maybe 25 superstars. Everybody else a role player. I don't tell you. Everybody else a role player. You can be an all-star. You can be a Hall of Famer as a role player. Shoot, you, you can make hundreds of millions of dollars as a role player. But that's the deal. So now, well, they stink. Gary Harris on that team. A few years ago, Gary Harris is really good. I love Gary Harris. Like his dad. Saw him play basketball a minute away from here. But damn, be careful when folks start telling you, oh, he's great. He's great. Everybody's great. This guy, hey, man, he's going to change the franchise around. There's nobody in this NBA draft that's going to, quote, change a franchise around. There's no John Morant. Ivy, maybe, really good. Uh, Keegan Murray, really good. Not franchise changing around, not elevating. I mean, he's elevating, but he's not going to make him great. Banchero, eh. All right. Fine. Oh, uh, Todd Frazier said he tried to call twice. We'll get it figured out. We'll give the Todd father a break. Uh, maybe we'll have him call in tomorrow when Rutgers gets their ass beat by Notre Dame. I'm trying not to, Kelly. I'm sorry. All right, when we come back, do you even know Chris Felica? Or do you, <laughs> do you even know the Bears' real name? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Chris Felica, the bear, next. Oh, hey, I didn't hear you. All right, hey. I mean, who wants to sit here and watch me look at my pad? Uh, We got technical difficulties. Those of you that watch the show, you understand we got technical difficulties. So I'm going to give out some awards that I have been thinking about, or it's most, um, what's the right word? It's kind of what you can't expect to see during the NCAA tournament. One of them involves tonight, most likely to drop 30 award, uh, Peter Kiss. I've talked about Peter Kiss. He's the nation's leading scorer. He's at Bryant. He's averaging 24 and a half, 25 and a half. The over-under on him is 24 and a half tonight. Peter Kiss is going to drop 30 tonight like it's his job. Why? Because he's a showman. Because he's got the national spotlight to himself. Even if it is true TV. Doesn't matter. Hey, I don't think The Bachelor's on tonight. I watched The Bachelor while flipping over for the Indiana game because my daughter's in town. My daughter, my wife, and I watched The Bachelor. And I got to tell you, it was a bit riveting. But anyway, watching The Bachelor, uh, that's done. We've got Peter Kiss and Bryant, the Bulldogs, against Wright State Raiders tonight on national TV. And when you are a showman, 
You show up for games like this, so don't be afraid to bet Peter Kiss over 24. But this isn't really a betting segment. We're working hard to get the Bears set up here. It's been a problem. All right, so we got that. Now, let's move forward. Jay Nivey. Jay Nivey's the other guy. That when I look at what is going on in the NCAA tournament, it would Jay Nivey's draft status is pretty secure. Like, I think he's going to be a top five pick. You know, he was second-team All-American. Purdue people will say, well, he's not ready. Shut up. You don't have to be ready to go to the NBA. You know what you got to be? Good. Young. That's all you got to be. Good enough and young enough. Jay Nivey is both. Nobody glides around the court better than Jay Nivey. Jay Nivey's a bit of a front-runner. He's not afraid to make shots late, don't get me wrong. But when Jay Nivey, and this isn't a bad thing that I'm saying about Jay Nivey, when Jay Nivey can know that he can whoop you, I guess everybody does this. He gets really, really confident in himself. Shoot, man, he goes. And he goes. And he won't stop. I could see against Yale, Jaden Ivey dropping 30. I can. I can see tonight, Peter Kiss dropping 30. And I'm not going to say it's even going to be a stretch for either of them. I'm not going to say it's going to be like, man, this is crazy. This is insane. This is way too out of, no, 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 no. All right. We had him on last week because this is the show you go to when you want to hear from people like this. Lamont Paris. Lamont Paris is the head coach of Chattanooga, coach that's most likely to succeed. Lamont Paris. Now, I'm not talking about succeeding in the, uh, what's the right word? Well, we're going to win the tournament. No, Chattanooga is not going to win the NCAA tournament. But what's going to happen? What's going to happen is this, okay? What's going to happen is Chattanooga is going to play the breaks off of Illinois. I mean, Chattanooga, they've got experience. They've got Malachi Smith can really go. They've got an older other guard in Jean-Baptiste who can really go. You saw the shot to put him in the tournament. They've got a big guy in D'Souza who's not as good as he's supposed to be. And that happens a lot of time. Remember, D'Souza was the kid with the chair at Kansas. We had Lamont Paris on. He talked about how much he loved D'Souza. And I totally get that. But. The entire is better than the individual with Chattanooga. Two things. That's number one. The second thing is, if I'm an athletic director out there, I'm going to go, wait a second. This is an athletic as hell Chattanooga team. I like the way, and this is important in modern college basketball, Lamont Paris relates to his players. I like the offensive and defensive schemes of Lamont Paris. Because I'm telling you, their game at Chattanooga against Illinois is going to go down to the wire. So what's going to happen is a smart athletic director, maybe in the SEC, remember, the SEC has a bunch of job openings. The SEC is not so far away from Chattanooga. I don't know if anybody realizes that. Chattanooga, uh, it's in Tennessee. Don't be surprised if, if, Chattanooga's coach Lamont Paris doesn't at least have a lot of conversation after this NCAA tournament, win or lose, with schools in the SEC. Don't be surprised. I'd hire him. I mean, look, I watch their team. I'm like, what's wrong with this guy? 
and he's smart, and he's nice, and he's funny, and he relates well to everybody. I'm telling you right now, most likely to succeed is going to be Lamont Paris. Breakout player. Ooh, man. It's going to be a lot of them. Tell you what, right now, as we sit here, I know he was only, only, it's a hell of an award, second team all Big Ten. But right now, Trace Jackson Davis is the breakout player in the country over the last two weeks. People, because it's been on national TV, because he scored big time, because his team has won or played really well, Trace Jackson Davis is it right now. But by the end of this tournament, mark these words, Patrick McCaffrey. Patrick McCaffrey, go Google him. He's beat cancer as a young kid. He's the son of Fran McCaffrey, who's the head coach at Iowa. Back 10 years ago, whatever it was, when we would walk into Iowa, Tariko and myself, Dave O'Brien and myself, Benetti and myself, Dave Fleming and myself, whenever it was, for whatever the reason, it seemed like we always morphed in with Fran McCaffrey and his family coming to the game. There's a little runway behind Carver Hawkeye Arena. And it, you park down there. That's where the coaches come, the team bus from the other team. And it felt like every single time we came in, and Patrick and Connor McCaffrey were always on their dad's coattails with basketballs and a bunch of buddies. And when you come into Carver Hawkeye, the entrance is here, and you go down a hallway, and it goes down to the arena. The locker rooms are over here for the coaches, down here to the left for the players. But the McCaffrey boys would always just go straight down to the gym, and I loved it because that so much reminded me of my son Andrew and all his buddies when I was at Bowling Green. When I was at Bowling Green, the greatest games were after the game. Andrew and all his boys were on uh, on the court. They were balling. They were having a blast. And I would sit up top, do my radio interviews, and just watch them play. I love when little kids have that kind of fun, because that was me. That was us. That was probably you. So I'd watch McCaffrey boys. Fast forward. They go win state championships in Iowa. Connor McCaffrey is a two-sport star. Connor plays left field or right field, I can't remember, for the Iowa baseball team. Connor is the toughest guy in the NCAA tournament. Might be the best leader in the NCAA tournament. But Patrick, being the second brother, more talented, a little precocious, that kind of thing. This dude is six foot nine. This dude can handle the basketball like a guard. He cuts as well as anyone not named Sasha Stefanovich. He drives it. Because of his size, he pulls up. He can shoot the three. He's a total team player. He's not afraid to get on the backboard, not afraid to take a charge. He's just a basketball player. He can just ball. Don't be surprised. I said it yesterday. Don't be surprised if Iowa doesn't go to the Final Four. Don't be surprised if Patrick McCaffrey, all of a sudden, people at the end of this are saying, hey, wait a second, when I make out my All-American list next year, I got to at least think about Patrick McCaffrey. I'm not saying he's a first-team All-American, but I am saying he's going to hit big shots, he's going to drop 20 on a few teams, and by the end of this, people are going to go, where did I hear about Patrick McCaffrey? Oh, yeah, that idiot Dockage. I hate Dockage, but Dockage got that one right. That's what always happens. Well, I hate Dockage, but he did get that right. I'm dumber for having listened to Dockage. 
Anyway, long story short, breakout guy, Patrick McCaffrey. Hey, it's time to fly, Award. Time to fly. What does that mean? Well, what it's time to fly means is this. It means that it's time for you to play up to your reputation. And whenever you go to that, you kind of got to go to Kentucky. Because Kentucky's guys always have the big reputation. When I watched John Calipari's team the other day in the SEC tournament, one very big thought crossed my mind. It's just another team. It's just another team. Kentucky is just another team. I'm going to put that out right now on Twitter. Hold on. Hang on, caller. Hey, BBN. Kentucky. Kentucky. How do you spell Kentucky? U-C-K-Y is just another team. Explaining right now. Explaining here right now. Here's why I'm putting it on Twitter. Number one, I believe it. Number two, watch these idiots go become idiots. But I'm telling you, Kentucky, I'm watching. I'm saying to myself, all right, the number one recruiting class every year, I think Cal Perry is a great basketball coach. I don't think he's good. I think he's great. Think whatever you'd like. I think he's great. However, when I watch this Kentucky team, good team, could make a run. Not going to be surprised. <clears throat> Not that big a deal. But when I also watch them, I'm like, wait a second. That ain't John Wall. That ain't Boogie Cousins. That ain't even, I don't know, Tyler Eulis. That ain't Tyler Eulis. It's okay. Ty Ty Washington. It is time for you to fly, Big Daddy. Here's what I mean. I'm tired of hearing about Ty Ty Washington. I know he's a freshman. I know I'm an old man. Y'all can come at me. Y'all can crush me if you'd like. But I'm just telling you. Ty Ty Washington got good numbers. Ty Ty Washington's a really good player. I don't know, and I don't care where Ty Ty Washington is on the, quote, mock draft charts. The guy I'm looking forward to most seeing in this tournament, other than anybody that's playing for Indiana, is Ty Ty Washington. I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm not going to lie. some point, you got to go out, and it's time for you to fly. I'm sorry. It just is. It simply just is is. Now, everybody can argue with me. Everybody can say he's been great. All right, fine. He's been great. But every fan base out here wants my approval. You can say you don't. You can say I'm an idiot. But every time I say something, every single fan base wants to know my thoughts. Why? Because I'm not afraid to give them. And nine out of 10 times, actually 99 out of 100 times, they freaking right. Hey, I may miss on Jeff Brom going to Purdue, but I don't miss on players. My boy Chris Felica is always like, how do you know all this? How do you know these guys are frauds? How do you know? Eh, it's all I did. But I'm telling you, it's time for me to fly. Ty, Ty 
Washington. Let me give you something, you coaches out there. In fact, hey, Dylan, can you clip this off and put it out individually, like on our our Twitter page? Starting now. You young coaches out there, here's the first thing you got to do. You got to quit thinking you know anything. That's right. Young coaches act like they know something. Yet young coaches don't know their backside from third base. Young coaches, here is the team you should watch. Villanova. Well, yeah. I had this conversation with my son yesterday. He's at Illinois State now. I don't think it's been announced. Probably shouldn't have just said that. But anyway, so my son and I are talking. I'm burning stuff outside. I'm trying, and I got a headset on, and we're talking. I go, hey, dude, here's the deal. Watch Villanova. Yeah, 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 Dad, I watch him. Yeah, 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 I watch him. No. Study him. Study him. All right. When we come back, I'm going to continue this. I got the bear. When you got the bear, you go to the bear. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Chris Felica, ESPN, right now. We'll be right back. Look, there's too much handsome. For me and the bear to be on apparently a Zoom call. It's too much handsome. Bear and I get on something, it's too much. I mean, the world just explodes with this. All right. So, young coaches, watch Villanova and watch this. All right, you YouTube guys, I know you YouTube guys love basketball, right? I know you do. Uh, So, here's what you need to do. You need to watch what Villanova does, and here's something they do better than any team in America. There is a saying in college basketball coaching that nobody does except the good teams. Hold the ball for a two count. Thousand one, thousand two. Hold the ball for a two count. Let the play develop instead of just, or instead of dribbling it until it bleeds. Hold it for a two count. Nobody in college basketball does that better than Villanova. And when I say nobody, it ain't close. 1,001, 1,002. Hold it for a two count. And then go. That's what you do. That's what, And then make the next pass. There is a saying in Villanova, good, better, best. I got a good shot now. He's got a better shot. No, he got a best shot. Yes. That is it. Good, better, best. That's what you do. I'm telling you. I'm trying to tell my son, look, look, look. Be smart here. Watch Villanova. Period. Hey, I'm not saying they do anything tricky, but my God, watch them. All right, last guy. Don't discard this guy from the past. Jaime Jaquez of UCLA. Jaime Jaquez of UCLA was terrific. 
in the NCAA tournament last year. I don't mean kind of good. I mean really good. And he was good in a lot of different ways. He was good in that he was a defender, a passer, a scorer, a leader. All of a sudden, ladies and gentlemen, all of a sudden this year, guess what? Jaime Jaquez is represented by CAA. Johnny Juzang is represented by somebody big too. Everybody in the UCLA making that money. Why do you think, why do you think UCLA struggled early? They struggled early because as we've told you on this show, it's what happens when you involve college kids and money. Simple. Simple. You're going to get jealousies. You're going to get distractions. So UCLA, and I just talked to their coaches the other day, UCLA's back in business, baby. UCLA all of a sudden now has themselves a squad doing the tough things. UCLA is doing everything you want a really good team to be and do. And frankly, UCLA is a team that is going to be a handful in this. They may struggle for a minute. They may struggle for just a minute when they get playing against Akron. That's fine. But here's the road. Let me see here. The road is not the easiest, but it ain't the hardest. They got Akron. Then they got IU. Then they got Baylor. Then they got Purdue in my bracket. There ain't nothing. There ain't nothing there. Don't forget about UCLA, and in particular, don't forget about Jaime Hawkins. So today, or tomorrow, when you're watching the games, do yourself a favor. Just remember what I told you. Peter Kiss, going to drop 30. Jay Nivey, probably going to drop 30. Coach most likely to succeed. Lamont Paris, Chattanooga. That's going to be a barn burner. Patrick Reed, barn burner. Pat, not Patrick Reed, Patrick McCaffrey. He's going to come out, and he's going to play really, really well. Ty Ty Washington, hey, man, if you're going to be a Kentucky player and, and Cal can defend him, but I just deal in truce, if you're going to be a Kentucky player, if you're going to be a guy that plays at Kentucky and is what, – here's what a Kentucky player is, all right? A Kentucky player is a guy that wins championships at Kentucky. I've always said I can't sit at the big table of IU basketball. I can't. I can't do it. Why? Because I win national championship. We got to Elite Eight. So there's five national champions. I think there's only two, three Elite Eights. So I don't know. What do we got? Like eight teams? I can sit at the eight-team table. But when you're at Kentucky, when you're at Kentucky, here's the deal. You got to win championships. You got to do it. And if you can't do it, I can't help you. Then you're just a guy that's playing in the NBA. You're making a ton of money, and everybody's happy about you. They should be happy about you. It's a great life. But if you're a Kentucky player, you got to go win. And you got to go win big. All right. Next, Villanova. Just watch it. Don't be stupid. Like, they're fun to watch. <coughs> really fun to watch. They are. So watch. You're a young coach. Young coaches, do this. 
Don't do this. No. 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 Nobody wants to hear a young coach. So don't do it. Listen. Don't get, don't listen to speak and watch Villanova. Don't forget about him. Do not forget about Jaime Hawkins. All right. Couple of things. Um, one of the dumbest, if not the dumbest things that I have seen in sport is what's going on with Kyrie Irving's vaccine status. I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, it's idiotic. I'm going to get to that in a minute. The Titans, I want you to listen to this in NFL football. You ready? The Titans propose to allow both teams to possess the ball in overtime unless, listen to this, this is where I kind of like, the team with the first possession scores a touchdown and a successful two-point conversion. Now, I got to tell you, it's never going to go through. When Urban Meyer was on our show, Urban Meyer talked about the fact that this is going to change. The overtime rule in the NFL will change. And it's going to change, here's how, by letting both teams possess the ball. That's the baseline. That's that's here. Both teams possessing the ball. That is here. Okay? Now, both teams possessing the ball means one thing. Both teams possess the ball. There is no unless. Unless the team scores a touchdown and gets a two-point conversion. No, that's not both teams possessing the ball. I got the ball. Sean Black, El Presidente of the YouTube chat. He's on the other team. He gets the ball too. That, by definition, is both teams getting the ball. So I love, I do, I love the proposals. I love all of the proposals. But I'm just telling you, when a former, just this past year, NFL coach comes on and says, I've been in these meetings, these rules are going to change, They're going to change. And they're going to change with that one fundamental. Period. That's what's going to happen. So the Titans, the Colts, everybody and their mother can make a proposal that says, hey, here's what I think. As soon as you put in the unless there's a two-point conversion. It ain't happening. It ain't, it ain't going to happen. All right? Donald Trump Jr. says in a tweet that his father, former President Donald Trump, should be sent to meet with NATO leaders in Brussels instead of President Biden. I got to tell you, I agree with young Trump in this regard. Yes, if Donald Trump was the president, Donald Trump should go meet with NATO leaders in Brussels. But Donald Trump having ideological 
180 degree differences with Biden can't go represent anything because of those ideological differences with Biden. You can't sit there as Donald Trump would do and explain to NATO why if you don't do what I'm going to do or want you to do, I'm going to bomb your ass. You can't make threats if everybody in the world and their mother knows that our president is about one thing and one thing only, and that is politics. Did you hear that jackassery at the uh, State of the Union? That wasn't a policy or an adult speech he gave to start. That was a political and the American people. That was political crap. That's all it was, just crap. That's what this guy is. Great. That's how you get elected here. You talk to the poor folks and the mommies and the daddies that are going to get through the hard COVID winters and you scare and you do what Jalen Rose and, and Foxworth and all the guys on ESPN do and you try to divide and you try to tell folks, hey, look, here's how I'm going to make it better because you're so miserable. That's all it is. It's crap. You don't want a guy like Trump that's going to say, look, you guys have been screwing this up for however many years. I told your ass you're screwing it up. Now we're going to do something about it. You can't have that guy go represent that guy. Does that make sense to you? Like, I get it. But when you look at our current president, he's a freaking politician. I mean, hey, look, and you all want politicians. That's what people want. You want Bill Clinton to put his little thumb there and go, I'm going to make it better for you. You know what I want? I want two things in my life. I want a businessman in the White House. Hey, look, I get it. My heart's supposed to bleed for everything in this world. Everything. All right, great. But you know what? I want us here taken care of first. Whatever you think of it with your purple hair and your nose ring and your ass tat, whatever you think, good for you. But you're also the most insecure people in the world, you and writers. Like if you disagree with a writer, man, I had a writer the other day, a guy with this this blog site, disagree. He started attacking Ryan Grigson, the general manager of the Colts' wife. That's how insecure these idiots are. If you see someone that is... Oh, we got, we, you guys are listening to like a 10 year old girl. I don't even know that girl's name. Sturber. That's who we listen to. What's wrong with you people? The most insecure people in the world. I want a businessman running our country because I want us first. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm nuts. And second thing, I want Vegas running the NCAA tournament. Those are the two things in this world that I want. I want Vegas running the tournament, and I want a businessman running this country. I mean, who have we had run this? A governor from freaking Arkansas. Who's running this now? A Cena, and he is. Don't think he's not. I think we're all, shut up. I want a businessman. 
I want an ass kiss, uh, ass kicker representing us here in the United States. That's what I want. I don't want some freaking politician who works on where his hands are. I'm telling you, we can do better. We will do better. That's what we got. Hey, get up. And then we got Pelosi who loses her face. Pelosi's face is pulling. Look, I want everybody to look at my ice cream. I know we can do better, but I got a $10,000 freezer. Look at my ice cream. That's what you all elected. 81 million of you. If you believe that, you can pull this. It'll play jingle bells. But hey, so that's what I want. So I ain't mad at Donald Trump Jr. I ain't mad at Donald Trump Jr. at all. Seriously. Sports journalists... Clay Travis receives criticism for linking Nets star Kyrie Irving's career-high score of 60 in the team's win over the Orlando Magic to the player's COVID-19 vaccine status. Oh, can you imagine? Do you know how great our country is that that's what we got to worry about? Think about it. That's what we got to worry about. We're worried about sports journalist Clay Travis, his tweet. We worry about tweets. Do you know what I do with tweets? Can I tell you? I'm going to talk about this tonight at a speech I'm giving. So I knew Andrew Luck was not all in. Like the Colts were lying. I was saying it on my show because I had one of Andrew Luck's people. So when Andrew Luck retired, I knew it wasn't for the BS that the folks in TV were telling you. It wasn't about injuries. He wasn't into football. So I wrote, now this is where I love Twitter. My Twitter gives me such power. I'm at a wedding when Andrew Luck retires. And I'm at a wedding of my friend Kevin Custer's son, Danny. So Danny's wedding, all of everybody's phones are buzzing. Everyone's phones are buzzing. Hey, look at this. Andrew Luck retired. So I know all the people at the way, and they're asking me my opinion. I'm like, I'm not surprised even a little bit. I've been saying on my show, he ain't into football. Jimmy Ursay said to everybody, all right, let me get back to Twitter. Jimmy Ursay said it's the six inches between his ears two years before. All right. So people lose their mind on Twitter, right? This is the world we live in. So we're smoking a cigar, my two high school buddies, Kevin Custer and Cam Safali. And Cam and I and our wives go back to the hotel, and I go, I'll bet you, I'll bet you 100 bucks that's sitting right here at the hotel bar, I can get this next tweet into the New York Post and the USA Today. 100 buck bet. And we're just laughing, right? This is, Twitter. this is my view of Twitter. So I tweet something out. I can't remember what it was. Andrew Locke quit on his team, blah, blah, blah. So the one idiot... America's worst broadcast, uh, Sarah Spain, toxic masculinity. The two dummies, uh, Trey Wingo and Mike Golick, they're talking about this tweet. They start making fun of me for leaving West Virginia, which really pissed me off. Trey Wingo had to go back and apologize for it on the air the next day. It's really funny. All right. 
The New York Post picks it up, me and Gottlieb. The USA Today picks it up. It's the funniest stuff ever. This is what I do with my Twitter. Seriously. I know Twitter is the most important thing, right? I know we're all supposed to, you know, jump up and down, stand in our head and crap snowballs over what somebody said on Twitter. Uh, Not me. I laugh my ass off about it. Sorry. I laugh my dupayash about it. All right? Sorry. Here's the problem that people have. And I know Clay. I don't know Clay great, but it's a great tweet. It's a funny, who cares? Uh, Kyrie Irving, who is unvaccinated, isn't, or wait a second, Kyrie Irving, who is unvaccinated, this is, we get so emotional about this, and isn't allowed to play in New York City because of COVID health protocols, scored 60 points in 35 minutes tonight on the road in Orlando. I don't know, guys, but he seems pretty healthy to me. People have legitimately lost their minds over this. Is he serious with this tweet? Jonathan says. My friend Mark Boyle, as usual, he misses the boat. The local mandates may be outdated, which is an issue worthy of debate, but the issue was never whether KI was healthy. And yes, this tweet may be tongue-in-cheek, listen to this, but so many of his observations are disturbing that it's hard to tell. Mark Boyle is a friend of mine. He's a broadcaster. For the Pacers. cares? I love it. I absolutely get a kick out of how Twitter gets people nuts. And it's gotten me nuts. And I decided yesterday, too much hate. So I'm backing off. I'm not responding to people's stupidity. My wife said it best. Somebody with 500 followers gets 154,000 when you respond to them. I'm not giving them. But you know what I am? I love the power that, that Clay Travis has in Twitter. Everybody's a psychologist. Everybody, everybody uh, is a doctor. I love it. Uh, you can't say anything in this world tongue-in-cheek anymore. You can't say anything to go, hey, watch this. I do it all the time. Sitting at a bar with a friend of mine and our wives, I said, watch this. This will get in the USA Today. That's power. And sure enough, the idiots in the Indy Star pick it up. Uh, maybe they did. Maybe, maybe it wasn't too negative. I don't know. But the idiots, uh, not the idiots, uh, the, the New York Post, and it makes USA Today. It's debated on Mike and Mike. Just me sitting at a bar, smoking a cigarette, laughing my ass off. One time, I made the New York Times and ended up on, uh, what was that show Bob Levy used to do? What was that show? Bob Lee, Bob Lee, Outside the Lines. Ended up on Outside the Lines. It's a nice Sunday afternoon. I'm walking my dog. I got nothing. I'm just walking my dog. I look, and this was back when Northwestern players were um, uh, thinking about unionizing. So I sent out a tweet. I sent out a tweet. I stop at a buddy's house. I'm having a beer. I sent out a tweet. I go, hey, what should happen is the Northwestern football coach should bring in all these players that want to unionize, ask them what a scholarship is worth, and if they don't know, send them packing. Give them transfer papers. 
And I told the guy, go watch this. This will make people nuts. This is when I had about 90,000 followers. Sure enough, oh my God, the New York Times picked it up. I'm on with Bob Lee the next day. Bomani Jones is trying to kill me. After I did my segment, I'm like, look, kids don't know what it's worth. You know, Dan actually makes some good points. I hate Dan, but he actually makes some good points. The stupidity of reacting to Twitter has finally gotten through this noggin of mine. Clay Travis said this, and everybody losing their mind. The announcer of the Pacers is pissed. You know, Clay Travis doesn't make points. Uh, Mark Boyle's really smart. But he ain't Clay Travis. And I ain't saying that because I work for Clay Travis. I work for Clay Travis because I think that. So you go ahead and give me all of the problems that you want to have with everything. Put them in Twitter. But I'm done. Too much hate in Twitter. I got too many people telling me to go kill myself and do all that stuff. Uh, No, I'm out. I'm done. I am done. I want businessman in the White House, Las Vegas, to run the NCAA tournament. You give me those two things, you know what that is? My toes are tapping. I absolutely love that the maniacs have lost their mind on Clay Travis's tweet. You can't, you just can't jack with people because right now, Everybody, what? So you, here's what my thought is. So my man, Mark Boyle, puts a tweet out. All right. All right. All right. What's the end game? I'm starting to learn that. I'm literally the worst person. Uh, my, My Twitter reputation is as the worst person in America. And I ain't mad about it. I get a kick out of it because every time... I open something up, I freaking laugh. Uh, your boy Dan Dockage is aligned with Clay. Uh, I love it. I just, I love it. I love the fact that I have this power. Like, I have this power over the Indy Star. Like, whatever I say, they react to. Like, I've had Indy Star. Uh, People threaten me. I've had them want to fight because I just send a tweet out. Or I say something out. I, I send a tweet out and a guy wanted to fight. What if, hey, I'll box you in the ring. Oh, okay. I'm 60 years old. I've never been in the ring. Yeah, all right. <laughs> because of a tweet. God, do I love the power that I have with tweets. Anyway, hey, Dan. Uh, Quit complaining about gas prices. Oh, all right. If you can't afford it, don't buy it. No. Three things I want out of a president. Numero uno. Gas prices down. Now, I'm a child of the 70s, man. I remember when there were gas lines. And what happens when you're a kid stays with you. I never want to hear the word inflation. Ever. Guess what we hear about all the time? Inflation. We didn't hear about inflation when we had a businessman running the White House. Hell, we didn't hear about inflation when, uh, when either Bushes or Clinton were in the White House. All of a sudden, this clown comes in, and guess what we got? Inflation. Third thing I want, stock market up. I'm a simple man. 
with simple needs. I don't give a crap about Greta Thornburg and her views on anything. I don't give a damn about Nancy Pelosi. My face is taking me here. Go watch that State of the Union. She got so much plastic surgery, there's something in there that pulls her face. It's like, I don't know. Uh, is Dan playing the victim card again? Blaine, we're going to get rid of you on the other chat. I just don't like it. I'm not a victim of anything. Nothing. Are you kidding me? I'm the exact opposite. I have come to realize, Blaine, that I got a power over these people. That's glorious. It's awesome. Her face <laughs> pulled her. <laughs> my wife said that. Hey, look, my wife's nasty. She mean. We were watching The Bachelor yesterday. First thing I said is, that guy's a jackass. You know what she said? He's got a punchable jaw. And he does. And he was. I hadn't seen one second. I'm sitting there, and I'm watching... This is how good I am with people. This has been about me today, and I kind of like it. In fact, tonight, I'm going to give a speech, uh, and I'm going to talk about me more. I like it a lot. I don't like it a little bit. I like. I got to talk more about me. Anyway, uh, if you get a chance, if you don't mind, go to ncaa.com, enter our bracket. If you finish behind me, I'm going to crush you on here. Uh, and you are going to finish behind me because, frankly, I have the perfect bracket. I'm not going to show you the bracket, but I have the perfect bracket. If you want to join also my show uh, at 1070 in Indy, there's about six or 700 people on there right now. Feel free to get your ass kicked by me, too. All you got to go there is ESPN.com. Go to my group, Dan Dockett's show and your toes will be tapping if you want to make some money. And let me ask you a question. Who doesn't want to make money? FanDuel has a deal. Let me go through it. Instant bonus. New customers bet $5 on any team at FanDuel. You win, you get $150. It's literally that simple. Sean Black, you're not winning nothing. I have the perfect bracket right here. I ain't showing it to you. Hey, by the way, Anybody watch that game last night? Was that the worst pregame, halftime, and postgame show you've ever seen? I don't know. I know everybody loves Candace Parker. I know she left her husband, cheated on him, and now is married to uh, her, her love of her life. I don't know what the lady's name is, but it's the love of her life. She's on there. Rex Chapman, all his deals on there. They got all these guys on there with all these problems, and guess what? None of them broke down a game worth a damn. It was the worst halftime show I've ever seen in my life. It was even worse after the game. Well, uh, uh, well, uh, it was the most. The only guy that was even a little bit prepared was Seth Davis, and anything Seth Davis knows was told to him by somebody. But Chapman and Candace Parker were absolute horse bleep. I mean, it was insulting last night. I mean, I cannot. And, and look. You can call me whatever names you want, but I got people of all races. I got my wife's like, how? Here's what my wife said. She goes, Dan, how bad do you suck that you can't get on one of these shows that these clowns are doing? Well, why is Candace Parker there? Why is Rex Chapman there? 
You think they'll hire somebody from OutKick to come on there? You got to be, man. You got to be. And it doesn't matter. It it mattered that I'm going to play the victim card, Blaine. You ready? Uh, it It matters that I wouldn't go in a pool with a woman, but it didn't matter what Candace Parker did. It didn't matter what uh, what Ch- Rex Chapman did. It doesn't matter. Morality only goes at certain people. We know that. Moral outrage only goes towards certain people. Not just me. That was the worst show I've ever seen. And I usually don't talk about it like that because it's sour grapes from me, right? That was so stupid. That was so bad last night. It literally insulted the intelligence of the viewer and frankly was beneath CBS. It was. And I don't even know. I mean, or beneath True TV. Look, Impractical Joker sets a bar on True TV. I went and saw Murr over here at the Barnes & Noble bookstore, one of the few Barnes & Nobles. I sat, I didn't know he was there. I was going to get a book. I love going to bookstores. But so I go to a bookstore, and Murr's there talking. So I sat right in there. I liked it. I like Murr. I like those guys. Joey, I think. But I got to tell you, that was, that was, it was, it was almost as bad. It was worse, actually. It was worse than the broadcast of the Iowa-Purdue game. Where, where Raph, <laughs> yeah, my wife's tough, Jay, Jay Tony. She's like, hey, Dan, she and Reggie Jones, my buddy Reggie Jones, he's like, you suck. There's 104 basketball games. You can't do one. You either got to get a new agent, which I'm not doing, or you just suck. I couldn't argue with him. But that show, and I'm telling you, until Barkley's on there, it ain't getting any better. It ain't, Barkley is the Barkley and Kenny and Shaq. They'll put uh, they'll put Mr. Generic. Well, that's right, Steve Clark Kellogg in the middle of it because you know he's supposed to know college hoops. But I'm telling you, save NCAA basketball. More Barkley. More Barkley. More Barkley. More Barkley. Have a great afternoon, everybody. Have a great morning, everybody. Have a great wherever the hell you're at, everybody. Sorry about all the technical difficulties, but damn, I got a lot of stuff off my chest. And I'm going to do it again on 107.5 The Fan coming up at noon. At noon till 3. And if you're going uh, up in northwest Indiana, if you're going to the Sportsman's Club tonight, and you're going to the old-timers dinner, come on up and say hello if you listen to this show. All right. Have a great afternoon. Uh, Keep it right here on OutKick. Go to NCAA.org. NCAA.org Tournament Challenge. Sign up under the OutKick. I'm in there. I'm going to kick everybody's dupayash and go to ESPN Bracket Challenge under 107, under Dan Dockage show. I'm sorry. I'm out. I got to go to the bathroom. Dockage, out. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Dylan.